Hey, beautiful people, what's going on? I want you to listen to something for me. See with her son, Archie. I'm sorry, I don't believe a word she says, Megan Markle. Well, that's a I wouldn't believe it if she read me a weather report. And the fact that she's fired up this, this onslaught against our royal family, I think is contemptible. After Pierce quit the show, he doubled down and stood by his previous sentiment, tweeting, quote, on Monday, I said I didn't believe Meghan Markle in her Oprah interview. I've had time to reflect on this opinion, and I still don't. If you did, okay. Freedom of speech is a hill I'm happy to die on. Thanks for all the love and hate. I'm off to spend more time with my opinions. <laughs> oh. Well, I will say that I don't agree when somebody says that they are having mental health issues or they say that they've contemplated suicide, that should be taken seriously. Um, I don't know what the history is behind um, Pierce talking about Megan. Um, but this current situation where Harry and Meghan feel like they want to sit in front of everybody in the world and talk about their grievances with Oprah Winfrey troubles me. And this will be like my third, fourth episode about this because it's just ridiculous. There's so many things to cover on this whole situation. And, um, sorry, I've got Michael's music on this crappy speaker right now. So just hang in there with me. But, um, you know, there's so much to cover and it's hard to focus on one particular thing because there's so much going on. Um, so this is how I, you know, I'm going to give some more input as to how I see everything. I honestly think that, um, Megan and Harry should have never said anything about the Royal family and had they got what they wanted, they wouldn't have said anything about the Royal family. Now, I don't live in that country, so I don't know the history, but what I know about them, you know, is in history books and a bunch of scuttlebutt. So I don't know what it's like to live over there, but I do know that the taxes are really high. I know that out of people's paychecks come the money to pay the royals for being a royal. And that angers a lot of people. Now, as far as Pierce is concerned, I feel like he's just a person who has his opinions. I don't think that he is trying to be a racist asshole like a lot of people are trying to paint him out to be. I think he's just being himself. And he has a right to say exactly how the fuck he feels. Um... You know, and I bring up the fact that he did defend um, Michael 
um, you know, he got in Dan Reed's ass, and then a lot of other people were like, yeah, but he didn't show square one, and I'm like, that's not even, I mean, Geraldo didn't show square one, he talked about lies of leaving Neverland instead of square one, I mean, if you really want to get stupid and technical about it, okay, but Pierce was there, you know, for Michael when we all needed him most, and I'm appreciative of that. Whether Pierce is a racist or misogynistic or whatever, I don't know. I've never really paid that much attention to Pierce. But I do think that people use race as a tool. Um, and I think that that um, that's where black people in America get a bad rap. Because we've got people all over using the word racism as a word when we don't like something that a white person says. And that's unfair. Because you can't dub every single white person as being the same. And I know some of you think that I feel like that, but I don't. I don't think that every white person is the same. I'm taking up for Pierce on this one. I think that he people just took it way too far. And he has a right to say what he had, what he wants to say. I mean, but if he feels like Megan is lying, then he should be able to say that. I mean, just because she said that she had mental health issues and she contemplated suicide, everybody is, you know, all over it. Just like they were with Wade and James when they said, oh, we're victims of child sex abuse. And um, so the world just ignored everything else about Wade and James, and they just latched on to that part of it. So I think that's this is the same thing that everybody is doing with Meghan Markle. This is the same. This is this comes out of the same playbook as Wade and James. This whole fucking fiasco. Like you don't sit there on TV and talk to the world and tell them all the dirt about your family if it's your view and your take you don't do that it's just not something you do i mean we're not i'm not i'm not here to uh you know <laughs> i'm not here to make these two look like two golden children because they're going through mental health issues and you know, Megan contemplated suicide. I feel bad. That's a horrible thing. It's a horrible feeling to have. But at the same time, it's like we got to look at the whole picture. We can't sit here and act like all this other stuff is not going on around us. Like, for one, like, nobody has mentioned Michael. Nobody has mentioned George Floyd. Nobody has mentioned a Tatiana Jefferson. Nobody has mentioned Breonna Taylor. Nobody has mentioned Botham Jean. Nobody has mentioned anything that goes on over here in the United States. That really raises a red flag to me. Because how are you going to say, yes, I know this is her story. Yes, I know this is what she's gone through. But if you want to claim your blackness and you really want to identify with your blackness, you're going to make a correlation in between this country and that country. And there's been no nothing. It's just their experience over there because they were upset because they didn't get what they wanted. 
That's what all of this is about. And nobody is seeing that because Megan said that she contemplated suicide and has mental health issues. And I think that's unfair. I think that's unfair. I think that we should separate those two issues. You know, um, her mental health issues and her contemplating suicide are two very serious things that we have got to address and look at. But don't ignore everything else over here because she said that. And I think that's where people get things screwed up. Um, And you're not able to focus and concentrate on really what's really the deal here. You know, um, one time I had a, something happen and, um, and I was dating somebody and I said, well, um, I'm upset. I, I reacted that way because I'm upset because, you know, something happened to a family member of mine. He was like, you knew that such and such and such. He was like, you did that on purpose. And he caught me red handed. He called me out. And it was like, yeah, he's right, but I'm not going to admit that shit. You know what I'm saying? So I think we have a bad learned behavior of when somebody says I'm a victim, we just latch on to that. You know, like when I said that, um, what my father did to me and nobody said, well, are you, are you sure? Like, how can we be sure that that really happened to you? How do we know you're not lying on your dad? How do we know you're not mad at your dad? And you're just trying to make up a story. And, you know, first of all, what I did was I came up with evidence to prove that this is what happened to me. And so they were like, okay, so that shut that down. Even if I did not have you know, even if an investigation was not done to, you know, to me, you know, for my situation, how would I be able to express or let people know that what I went through is not a lie and I'm not trying to lie on my father. And for a lot of victims and survivors, it's virtually impossible to get evidence of your abuse so what you do is you go through therapy you go through counseling and you sit down and talk and these professionals understand your situation people who work in this field know and they're telltale signs the evidence in abuse is the history of your life you know you're going to have certain um, triggers, you're going to have PTSD, you're going to have all, all kinds of stuff going on with you um, when you're dealing with abuse. So that's that's the evidence. That's your evidence. But I was able to get um, physical evidence, if you want to call it that, you know, the paperwork that I have. So a lot of victims aren't able to get that. So the biggest thing with people when they're talking about their traumas and when they're talking about their abuse and they want the world to know, look, this is what's going on with me. When you don't have that evidence and it's not presented, then there's a problem, you know? And I don't, I didn't see the interview or anything, but did Meg talk about if she's going to mental health uh, therapy on a regular? Um, was there a mental health 
person, you know, being interviewed with Megan? Um, or did they talk to a professional before this interview was done? Because when you say things like you're, you've, you contemplated suicide and that you have mental health issues, there should always be a mental health professional somewhere in the conversation and somewhere around, or there should be some kind of, you know, cut in the show or after the show, you know, we consulted with a mental health therapist and they thought it was okay that Megan discussed this. Like when you're discussing situations like this, it should never be where you're by yourself in this. There should always be a mental health professional around either in consultation of the program, the TV show or movie that you want to do. Um, there should always be a mental health professional around. And that's another part of the evidence. You know, um, Wayne and James didn't have anybody around. Megan didn't have anybody around. I don't think they mentioned anything like that. But, you know, these are things to look out for. Don't be so gullible and so quick to paint a person as the victim. Um, I'll give you another example. This is a pretty light example at work today there was somebody who had issues with their computer they were trying to do something and the type of person I am I'm not good with teaching adults I have a very short fuse temper when it comes to adults because I feel like we're all at an age where we know better especially when when we're in our 50s and 60s and I feel like people should know how to do their fucking job so I said to myself I said look have some patience with this person have a little bit more patience with people and try to understand that it's not just about you thinking that other people should be this way it's about this person trying to get help and so you kind of have to open up yourself to that a little bit um And so, I need this song to come on because I got people buying me talking. I don't need people listening to what I'm talking about. So, I really think that, you know, we have to look at the whole picture when we do things. You can't just get blinded by Megan contemplating suicide and having a mental illness don't get sucked in by that and I'm not saying don't believe her but I'm also saying don't be so hard on Pierce because he's just a person and he's been talking and saying things like that forever and another thing I want to leave you guys with and this is the last 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 thought and I'm going to let you guys go if the racism And the bashing and the bullying was so bad with Megan. Why is Pierce the only one being targeted? Was he the only one? Are they going to make him the the scapegoat for all of this? Is he going to be the one that's going to take the fall for all the tabloids? All the people that have talked shit about Meg. Like, where is everybody else that's talked shit about Meg that she felt that she needed to leave that country to be safe? 
where where are the other people that need to be held accountable? You know, I, I think Pierce is not shouldn't be held accountable for anything he says because he's been speaking like this for a while. Everybody was OK when he was speaking up for Michael. But now he's saying he doesn't believe Megan and gives his opinion about her and he's a bully and he's a racist now. I mean, Pierce has been the way he's been forever. So what's the problem? All right. You guys take care. Thank you for listening, and keep Michael in your heart. Never forget him. You know what that means. Episode is over. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. Keep Michael in your heart. Be well. Stay safe. Mask up.